Hey everybody, it's Christian with Onyx. Welcome back to Onyx Test Bench. I am joined by Jennifer and JD Upton. How are you guys today? I'm well. Happy recording day. <laughs> Out of all days to record, this is probably one of the best. It's a happy one. It is so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy to record this day. It's ideal. So, what are we talking about today? We're talking about smart lighting. So there are a lot of things that people tend to put the word smart in front of. So many things. It makes them sound smart. Well, um, it's questionable. So uh, there was a few years ago where there was this whole slew of articles were coming out about why are smart things so dumb? (laughs) Because (laughs) they they made all these promises Mm -hmm. and then ended up just being a a, a source of frustration. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what is an area that... I think all of us have a lot of experience with that does not tend to add frustration when it comes to smart stuff. Mm-hmm. That is smart lighting. Yeah. Goes once, a long way. once it's set up and it's working well, like if I had to get up and turn off all the lights that my kids leave on every night when mm-hmm. I go to bed or whatever, like I know maybe that doesn't sound like a big deal, but just being able to say good night. Yeah. And then everything switches off or like say good morning and things are turning on or like things are on timers or things are working together um, or with some of the new stuff that's super exciting. They are adjusting to different color temperatures throughout the day to mm-hmm. kind of match the sun and work with our circadian rhythms, which we'll talk about just a teeny bit. Um, it's really, really great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say the lighting, what we found with our clients, it's usually the first thing that comes off the proposal and it's the first thing that's added back. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because those who don't live with controlled lighting or smart lighting right now, it's hard to really grasp how much you use it and how convenient it can be. Mm-hmm. And I think that once you do have it, it's the first thing that you think, how did I ever live without this? This yeah. is such a big part of my day. Um, I had a, a client I was talking to it was last last week they came in and um, – We were just doing some upgrades to their system, and she was telling me – I was asking her, well, what are the features that you use now that are really important to you? And she mentioned – she said, you know, the thing that I didn't – that I underestimated um, how big of an impact it was is when I come into the garage and it's dark outside, and when I come in through the door, I have a lit path directly to the kitchen. Mm -hmm. So, yes, the whole house can be turned off, but having a lit path to the kitchen – you know, she said I had groceries and I had a baby in the arm and – and my hands are full, and when I come in, it's just so nice that it leads you right to the kitchen for a landing spot. And it's just one of those things that you don't think about that's a really big deal. Sure. It makes a difference. Yeah. Like, to say that it's something you use daily yeah, is a huge understatement. It is one of those things that is always in the background, but adjusting to your day as well. It's mm-hmm. just such a nice automated feature that once you've had it, it's hard to go back. Yeah. So if you are trying to introduce lighting uh, kind of on a small scale, like Mm -hmm. if you're talking about like a condo Mm -hmm. or an apartment or even like if if you're doing a theater and you only want to have the smart lighting in the theater Mm -hmm. room or maybe like a master bedroom or something, um, Hue from Mm -hmm. Philips Mm -hmm. are actual bulbs that you change out, you know, the bulbs in the fixtures and then you, you, you link them up with an app and then... Uh, you can control them through the app, or you can control them through HomeKit, and they work really well. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't turn the switch off in the room, they work mm. great. If you flip yeah. the switch off, then they're not getting power, and that will be an issue. So it's always 
every system has its things. And so to know what your obstacles are or what you need to overcome, it's important. It's a good entry into the market. It's kind of yeah. that first step into controlled lighting. Sure. If you've got, um, if you've got lamps around your house mm-hmm. that you find yourself having to turn on and off every day, leave them on, yeah. screw these bulbs in. Mm-hmm. You can put them on a schedule mm-hmm. and it's, it's really nice. Yeah. Um, Another thing you can do kind of small scale is a product from a company called Lutron, mm-hmm. um, which they have been making lighting products literally since lighting products were being made. Yeah. They created the first dimmer. Yeah. So, um, and it's called Cassetta mm-hmm. and it's, it's small, very affordable uh, dimmers that you can actually change out for your wall switch. Mm-hmm. And it's in the wall. And then again, it'll work with an app on your phone. You can time into all kinds of stuff, including HomeKit. And instead of putting bulbs in, uh, you know, because you may have a fixture that's got a half dozen or a dozen mm-hmm. bulbs in it. I mean, that could get costly. Yeah. You just put this one dimmer in the wall and you're going to get control over the whole fixture. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, those are nice, but you're limited to size. And with both of those products, you have a hub and they can only get so far away from that hub. Mm, so like some it, limits there. Yeah, if you've got the hub in your master and your uh, you know your living room or your garage or something's on the other side of your house, like it may not reach and you're going to have problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's great for a single room or maybe a, a couple rooms in in that area. Uh just kind of get you started. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of if you're going to go large scale, like if you got hey, you know what? I we've tried smart lighting we love it, mm-hmm. um, but we we just need to we need to spread it around the house. Uh, Lutron, of course, makes products uh, that will go as big as you want. Yeah, you know, yeah, their home biggest high rise in in downtown mm-hmm. is got Lutron in it. Yeah. So, like, really, whatever you we want to do, you know, Lutron is there. And then we uh, we also do Control Four mm-hmm. here at Onyx, and yeah. they've got a bunch of different lighting products. Um, whether it's for like new construction, for like. You know, where all of your dimmers are kind of in one location and you just have keypads on the wall or if you actually have dimmers and switches around your house that are communicating wirelessly with mm-hmm. your system. And we've had a lot of luck with them. Yeah. They work really well. And uh, and we've had a lot of longevity out of those devices, which yeah. is great. And good for retro projects, too. So if you're in a, an existing home and you're looking to do some automation, those work really well. Yeah, absolutely. So there is a new thing in lighting Mm -hmm. that we have been doing quite a bit of lately uh, that we're really excited about um, because it's just, it's a different approach to lighting in general. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is from a company called LumaStream. Mm -hmm. And instead of putting in bulbs that convert from the high voltage to the low voltage LEDs, you're doing all that conversion at the power supply that you're putting inside of like a closet, mm-hmm. like you know. a breaker box. It's what what it did is when we all agreed to go LEDs, we essentially all agreed to go low voltage. And what we're having to do is convert the high voltage to the low voltage at the unit or at the bulb itself, rather than just doing it one time and then feeding the rest of the house. And when you make that conversion, you're able to save uh, almost thirty percent on your power draw, but also um, you get a lot more stability and consistency with your bulbs. So it, there's a good amount of you out there who have changed your bulbs to LEDs mm-hmm. and still had those go out, even though they had these long-term promises. Mm-hmm. And that is because it's not the actual LED that went out. It was the conversion or the device that went from high voltage to low voltage. Mm-hmm. So when you do a high-powered one or a, a quality one at the breaker box and convert it to low voltage there and then feed your lighting system, you just have a lot more control capabilities. It's a lot more stable for your bulbs, so they actually do last that 70,000 hours. And 
you just have a, a flicker-free interaction with your bulbs that don't make any weird high-pitched sounds or have any kind of quirkiness to them. The LEDs, you're you're creating a great platform for LEDs to shine. Mm-hmm. And they look beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, they come in different designs, whether you want a can that's round or a can that's square. They can be directional. Uh, we just wrapped up a project um, here in Nichols Hills, and the designer – um, mention them specifically on how beautiful they look in the ceiling. Yeah. It's as they age, mm-hmm. you don't get any of the weird where they start to change colors on. Yeah, you. that's a whole other thing, the yeah. color spectrum, right? There's so much there was so much when we all agreed to shift to LEDs, anytime you make a major shift in a technology, there will be obstacles you'll run into over time that you may not have expected. And these are a lot of those things, and when converting it to low voltage at the unit as before it comes in really stabilizes and gives you that long-term look and feel that we want from LEDs because we've based a system around LEDs rather than putting a new system on an older system. Yeah. yeah. So I have programmed a lot of lighting systems. <laughs> More than <laughs> probably have. anyone else. Like. A lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Top 10. different kinds from all different kinds of companies, mm-hmm. companies that don't exist anymore. Like, I've programmed a lot of lighting. Mm-hmm. None of them have been such a pleasure than the Lumistream. Isn't that incredible? It is so flexible. Mm-hmm. They dim down so low mm-hmm. without flickering or having any kind of weirdness mm-hmm. or anything. Like, they just dim all the way down. To where, it's, like, you can just look right at the fixture and you can tell that the little element in it is illuminated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so dim. And, and it then, doesn't do that jumpy thing. Yeah, and as it, it ramps down. up, it is so smooth. Yeah. It's just, it's a fantastic product. It's user and programmer friendly, which is a really great combo because when it's programmer friendly, you're going to get those extra additional details, the yeah. tweaks and customization because you're not having to fight the system to try to get it to do what you're wanting it to do. I think, too, another piece to this that makes LumaStream really special is the difference in installation. There's no pulling Romex. There's no long pre-wire timelines. It just makes it so much easier because it's low voltage rather than high voltage. And I think that paired with the low energy savings really makes a huge difference, especially in large commercial buildings. Um, I just think it's an additional piece to the puzzle that's, that's important when you're thinking about low voltage lighting. Yeah, and they have a ton of fixtures that are compatible with it and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff, like just some some really neat some really neat products, mm-hmm. especially some new ones coming out. Like we talked a little bit about the circadian rhythms and just mm-hmm. having the temperature of the light matching kind of the sun as you're going throughout your day and what that does for you physically yeah. and health-wise and just for your alertness. And then whenever it's time to go to sleep, your ability mm-hmm. to go to sleep and all, we'll have a whole episode. Yeah. Where we talk about that, but I just wanted to touch on it a little bit. It's it's a really, really neat thing. I'm excited about it. Yeah, it's a neat thing. I think that we'll start hearing more and more about it. It's not something that's hit the market widespread yet, but it's so cutting edge and new um, that, of course, Onyx is doing it. Sure. And imagine looking across your house out the glass and the lights match the sun, so it's really hard to tell where your house ho- stops and mm-hmm. outside starts. So you just have this beautiful overall color that doesn't have a, a distinct start and stop. Yeah. and So designer-friendly. Yeah. It really looks beautiful. So our privacy tip this week is being on public Wi-Fi. Yeah. So what oh. is public Wi-Fi? 
When I think about public Wi-Fi, I think about um, when I'm sitting in a coffee shop sure. or if I'm on a Southwest flight or in an airport. Um, any Wi-Fi that is not in your home that's personal is a public Wi-Fi. And there are some measures that you should take into consideration. That is 100% true. So um, a while back, we talked a little bit about hackers on a different episode of Onyx mm-hmm. Test Bench. And I was like, well, you know, eh. So <laughs> if you're on public Wi-Fi, you should assume that anything you're sending across is like you're doing it publicly. Yeah. Like if you're sending a password across public Wi-Fi, it might as well be on your shirt, like mm-hmm. your T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Because, like, somebody could get it. It can be viewable. And with the advances in technology, even with the advances in security, there's advances in the opposite of security. Mm-hmm. Where, like, like some teenage kid sitting there could have some program they downloaded off the internet mm-hmm. as a joke because he thinks it's funny. And all of a sudden he's got your bank password. Yeah. yeah. So, like, just be careful. Yeah. What um, do you do to protect yourself? So, if, if, you're, if you're on a public Wi-Fi, if you're at a coffee shop doing something, just don't do your personal stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't bank there. Mm-hmm. Don't do anything. But if you, if you are in a situation where you have to do that or whatever, uh, there's a thing called a VPN. Mm-hmm. VPN. And VPN, yeah. And there are a ton of them out there. Um, if you've spent any time on YouTube watching videos and stuff, you've probably seen some ads mm-hmm. come across for like Nord VPN. I use one called Cyber Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a ton of them out there and it's an app that you download, you create an account and then you just switch it on yeah. and that takes you and it connects you to a secure server somewhere and all of your data is going through that and everything's encrypted. And so like you can't like just your password isn't just floating out there. It's now encrypted. Yeah, yeah, it's now encrypted. Another thing that I do often when we're traveling is I'll turn my phone into a hotspot. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I'm putting that data across my phone rather than the, the public Wi-Fi. But if I'm having to do something private, it's on my, you know. You I'm, turn on your phone hotspot and then connect your computer to your right. phone. I'm using my own cellular data that I've got knowing that no one else is on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that cellular connection is safe. Yeah. You're good to go there. You're on Starbucks Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Yeah. Your you, neighbor is watching everything you're doing. Just be careful and be thinking of, is this public or private information? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, the gadget of the week mm-hmm. this week is uh, another thing that we're real proud of here at Onyx, and it is an iPad dock mm-hmm. that goes on the wall. It's magnetic. Mm-hmm. It charges wirelessly. We designed it here. And by we, I mean JD here and another guy on our team, John Goen. They did a fantastic job. This is a really, really nice piece. I am so proud of it. It's really fun to be able to get to the point where with 3D printing and with there's capability that we can see something that's needed in the market. And we really do want to use our iPads as touchscreens, but we want to be able to put them on the wall, magnetically attached, attached and then also wirelessly charging so it becomes much more a resource you use and easily attaches detaches and then can be you don't have to worry about charging it's just one of those things that happens when it's up and i think that an important piece too is that it's so flush to the wall Mm -hmm. you know there are a couple of other products out there that do things that are similar to this but they are clunky and kind of bulky on the wall, mm-hmm. and I don't think that they have such a convenient way of charging. And This just makes it flush to the wall and really nice. It's really flush, amazing. and the case, the part that actually goes on the iPad, is you almost don't notice it. Yeah. It's very smooth and slim mm-hmm. to, to the iPad itself because we've used some of those before, and you end up with this big, chunky yeah. thing that isn't satisfying to use. When we came in here, I needed the notes Mm-hmm. to display on something and the other iPad that I usually use was dead and so what I do I just walked by snatched it off the wall 
And using it, and it's a proper yeah. iPad. And if I wanted to control my lighting with it, mm-hmm. I can do that. If I wanted to do anything you can do with most touchscreens, you can do that. But it's also, at the end of the day, a legit nice iPad that you can use for other stuff too. It really opens up that possibility of using Siri from your touchscreens, mm-hmm. being able to interact with whatever your iOS or your phone can do, your now your touchscreen can do. And it's just convenient to interact with. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we will find a fun video to post mm-hmm. this week on our social media. Um, uh, we may end up just making something on lighting mm-hmm. if we feel like it because we do love making those help videos out there. So uh, if you haven't checked those out, I would go on. We'll post a link just to kind of in general our YouTube channel. There's a mm-hmm. ton of help videos on there that are just kind of general how do I navigate just kind of this digital life? Yeah. What are some quick tricks and, and, and tips and things that you can that. do? Yeah. So we're real proud of those two. They're super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, J.D. Jen, thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you. Enjoyed it thoroughly. Everybody, have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. To stay connected with Onyx Test Bench, please follow us on Facebook at Onyx Theaters.